Dresden hurt. Nah. I don't know. You, you might have caught that. You might have caught that right at the end. So there you go. Andres has got our open. Good job. Hello. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> our volume. Go. More volume. We're gonna spoil things and we're gonna swear and fuck. There, did we make thirty seconds? I don't know. And you're, so. and you're gonna hear weird background noises because I'm on the road. And we don't get to see his faces when I'm gonna say things that hurt him. Yeah, neither do you, audience. <laughs> Why would you say it. things that hurt him? Don't because it's fun. <laughs> it's a hateful, part. spiteful individual. <laughs> Misery loves company. I just <laughs> no, wow. it's just fun to poke him. I don't. So. <laughs> Company's bad. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're doing what other more crazy speculation, unrestrained, crazy theories. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, hold on. We, that's, the, that's the antithesis of what I do. No, it's not. <laughs> you like, I mean, you, you at least base your crazy theories in facts, but, you know, like, well, uh, uh, unlike some people, so, yeah. Is that what we're going to do? We're just going to pick the most annoying theories off the subreddit and I'm going to roll my eyes no. and you're not going to see Everything it. is about the hat. Yeah, right. right. That, that, the heavy sigh was more like thinking about the, the quote from Odin, you know, Kringle, Batarung, whatever. It was probably Batarung who said it, which was the whole like, you know, everybody wears tons of mantles on Halloween. Don't you mean masks? And it's like, what? Well, let's not do this again. Like, can we just have, can we have like a week? Can we declare it as a holiday and just be like, this is the no mantles week? So. No, because then we wouldn't <laughs> notice it and there would just be an uptick in memes. So either way, it's bad. <laughs> right. Then it turns into mouse, mouse and Maggie week. So look, it is a small child with a larger than her dog. It must be mouse and Maggie. Mm-hmm. Has that been, surely someone's made that meme actually. I haven't, I don't remember. But that one, you know, is this the, the is this a meme? That one where he's like, is oh. this and then a mantle? Is this a mantle? Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's it's been like there the like a thousand times. All time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you you moderate the subreddit. Why do we know more about what goes on in the subreddit than you do? I don't do? remember. I just like I, I somebody did that with the meme we were talking about, where it's like a picture of a small girl and a large dog. Is this Dresden Files subreddit content? Right. That is Dresden Files subreddit, as you can see. Yeah. Let's not dive into this because otherwise. Okay, so mantles then, right? Oh no. So um so what did we do last time? We did we kind of wrapped up after good people and um Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve right? We talked about mantles then a little bit, which is another reason why no. Um did, we covered a little bit for 12 months, right? You know. A little, like we kind of speculated a little of what was going to happen, but I'm sure there's more there that we could talk about. Like, so we know Leah's going to be there at some point, And I think I mentioned, I hope that they get to go see Susan's grave because the garden should still be there. What has changed because of the castle? Uh, what I mean, we still need to know what's going to happen during the whole 12 months. If we only get like a day or two out of every month, what's the like plot line holding them together? Him dating Laura, you know, so, but also like training montage with Bigfoot. I'm still staking my claim on that one. So, you know, he's got to go camping at least once, right? Yeah, you could take the kid (laughs) as you do. Take away all the comforts. Actually, that would be pretty badass. Having Maggie and Dresden train with Bigfoot. Yeah, that Maggie doing like pull-ups while... (laughs) <laughs> I was I was thinking a little bit more Empire Strikes Back. Like is she Yoda on balancing on his foot mm. while he does inverted yeah. handstand, you know. That like, is something well, that he would sure. do. <laughs> right. Well as long as Harry's not the one with that she's sitting on because then he'll fall down and crush her. Right. Well Irwin and, and will it's be not graceful. Like, or not right, Irwin, it, uh, the other one. Yeah, it's not like he could do uh river shoulders, you know, on right. the foot because you know. River Shoulders is like, well. River Shoulders could probably do both of them at the same time, so it wouldn't be an right. issue. Yeah, like on one foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got that. We got the castle renovations. Like a lot of this stuff, I honestly think is going to be, you know, like off-screen still, right? Like we might yeah. get we might get a throwaway line about the gargoyles because they show up in Christmas Eve, but 
you know, like I, I think the castle renovation stuff, like maybe he's just going to have Michael be the foreman. And, you know, that's when you see Michael is like, Michael's there chasing around 20 dudes that it's like, how do we pay all these dudes? I don't know. So I guess with his diamonds, I was going to say, does he still have diamond money? So, or he's he got does, it hasn't diamond been money. wasted yet. So, yeah. Which a couple million dollars will renovate a castle. Why not? So. Well, I mean, it seems more like the kind of thing where Michael is going to be like Michael heads it up and he's probably got a lot of people he can call in favors for. So I doubt it would really cost them much of anything. Sure. Because, you know, that's just the kind of guy Michael is. So we got probably going to be some like emotional conflict that Justin is going to work out by banging something with a hammer and be aggressively productive. Mm. And Michael, it's like, yes, you're doing good things. Good person. Yay. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but hopefully it's just a little wow. bit more than that, you know. So. That sounded suspiciously like something I would say. But coming out of <laughs> it's been a few years. We're starting to gel. That's true. So. Oh, finally, finally, you're coming around to the right way of thinking. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine there's going to be like three or four various... Um, you know, it'll be like Hunger Games style at the end where they have to go and pretend that the, everything was fine and do all these public appearances between him and Lara. Um, it's, I mean, theoretically, that's going to have to kick off from the get-go because Mab's like, you got a year and you're going to make public appearances. Like, Right, but I don't think it's going to be like monthly? every chapter is going to be an appearance or anything. I think, you know, a sure. solid couple of them to get the, to hammer the point across, you know, intermittently... Uh, thrown in there i mean yes and no right like laura's obviously independent enough and kind of running her own nation so she's gonna have to be doing stuff off screen but i also see her as the kind of person to like interject herself into harry's business like you know she, she for lack of a better turn of phrase she's gonna turn into like a tag-along girlfriend where it's like hey cool i gotta go run this area and she's like yeah i'm coming with you know I mean, you get a little bit of that in Peace Talks anyway. Maybe that's where I'm subconsciously picking it up, where it's like, you have my brother, you're not getting out of my sight, you know, type of okay. thing. But she desperately sure needs the funny. marriage to work, at least to get to the point of having a the alliance and whatnot and the benefits of such. She's not going to let him fuck it up by being a dick to her. So she's probably also going to try to be helpful and friendly to him so he is more amiable to the whole idea. Because manipulating him into being happy with it is easier than him fighting her every single time. Just give him a lot of hot succubus sex without draining his life force. I think I mean, he's he was never, he was sure that's going to happen. He's never going to go for it. It was going to come up anyway. I mean, the director was like, he's going to be banging a lot of things to relieve stress. Yeah, but no. Because <laughs> um, it's Dresden. Um I'm I just going to be other, frustrated as always. Right. The other uh, comment I was going to say is we're like, how's he going to react when he, when she brings him flowers? Be like, wait, what? Especially being as traditionalist and stupid as he is. That would be fun. Know? That yeah. would be funny. Yeah, that would be. She like shows up for their date wearing a tuxedo. Yes. Yeah. And flowers and chocolate. Be like, I'm confused. Yeah, you usually are. And he's going to he's going to make some quip about how his like his confused sexuality about seeing her making a tuxedo look that good and this that and the other thing. Uh, of course, you know, and all the curves are in the right places. It was like it was tailored to fit her. Jesus. Almost as if she has unbelievable amounts of money and personal tailors. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that actually hits but me sometimes. Thinking about that line and turncoat. I guarantee she's got like a pinstripe suit, like from the 20s type deal. Of course she with does. the hat and everything. Actually from the 20s, yeah. Oh, yes, actually she could look from like the, 20s, the, Chicago. the classic noir detective and look at better than him. That Oh, good God. Oh, yeah. She'll like tell the hat down and say, here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> Yeah, that's how she that's how she gets in. She shows up and and she's the gumshoe and she's like, you know, she you'd show you you she guys, you know, she's got the whole, you know. And, and Dresden's like, I didn't realize I had this fetish, but you know. <laughs> but here we are. See, because that's the thing. Laura's gotta show up and she's gotta shoot some straight dick with her detective Dresden. So <laughs> what did you just say? It's, it's the parlance of the time, guys. She's going to wear an onion on her belt, as was the style of the time. So, wait, what? 
That's a Simpsons reference. Now, yeah, thank you. Okay. See, I got to. Andreas knows like three things about American culture: McDonald's, Simpsons, and I don't know Iron Man probably. But that's what yeah, you covered on one actually, end because the rest of us didn't really watch Simpsons. What? I actually did. I grew up with Spider Man. I can forgive that, but still, Andreas. But E.G., you didn't watch The Simpsons like three times really, a day, no. man. Like, oh, anyway, I missed out on the on the the formative years of Simpsons growing up. You know, I saw even I, even I grew up there, with but... Simpsons. I'm more American than E.G. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That Coming from the communists, that means a so. lot. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, communist. <laughs> You've been upgraded yeah, since you didn't come on last time. There's so so many Simpsons reference. I'm gonna have to throw at you now, like all the Joss Whedon references with the director. Holy crap! Like you were you were like this close to Abe Simpson anyway. You just yelling at a cloud somewhere. So. All right, yes, old man uh, so yells anyway. at a cloud. I will understand. Thank thank you. All right. Uh, don't also understand Simpsons. a Simpsons reference? That's a paddling. Okay, so let's That's get, a let's get back on track somewhere. I managed to deflect from the Laura conversation at least. So he's got to he's got to talk to listens to wind. Do we think it's just going to be listens to wind, or does he get to find out who else is on this council of elders? Well, I'm not entirely sure that that's. I mean, if it does happen, it's going to have to happen towards the end because right. it's going to sure. take a year. Yep. So, assuming that all things break evenly, so he's got a year where he's got to marry her. He's got a year where he's going to find out all this stuff, and assuming he doesn't immediately get pulled into a mirror world at the end of all this, and we still have to wait two books to find it all out. Yeah, Maybe I... alternate Harry learned the secret earlier, and this, like that causes him to go crazy or something, and therefore it's like, this Tell me. Crazy, don't do it. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm down with the, you know, some of this doesn't get resolved because it gets, you know, sucked into the mirror world one way or another right I, i'm okay with some of that um what was the other one there anyway there there's another one where it's like i don't know you get ever i there's there's a really high chance he doesn't find out right uh you know so uh oh yeah the other one was uh you know maybe he's going to use this year to escape I don't really think that he's in the headspace for that. So if it happens, it, just like everything else Harry does, maybe it's going to be half dumb luck. And so maybe he gets out, but again, he needs some kind of like power up to replace that, right? So that's, you know, that's going to be a thing. Um, you know, so unless, unless it like happens partially because he gets sucked into the mirror world, I could see that, you know, where he eats mirror Dresden and therefore now he's double Dresden. He's Dresden squared or something. I don't know, but um, yeah. You know, if it happens that the, he already the did that in like the first, he just gets pulled in. Three. The double Dresden. If that's what the way it goes, it's going to be because he like sort of already came to terms with this marriage and he was like going to suck it up and then he's going to get pulled away. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. And then if he does get pulled in right before the marriage actually happens, that has this uncomfortableness that everyone else is left with like a week do we say that it's been done or is this void what the fuck happened to him you murdered him because you didn't want us to have an alliance you murdered him because you're a dick whatever they're gonna all fight that's what she gets for dressing up like a private dick so <laughs> yeah i i mean it entirely depends on the nature of the, the portal I, I he's guess. gonna if be just, pulled through a mirror a portal, while he's like... shaving and then he's gonna have to go through the whole rest of the book <laughs> half shaved well Sure, that's maybe that's funny shit but yeah i mean that's why like the cloud gate was the obvious way for this to be tied together and then and then we blew that one on it's an armory you know so which i'm not entirely disappointed in but like it was obviously for mirror mirror come on man so, so i'm just glad it tiny little things used. of you saying he doesn't like mirrors because too many things can look back at you or it's like this is too set up for him not to be pulled straight through his bathroom mirror when trying to shave I don't know. I mean, it's slightly more set up than, you know, Lord Wraith's library, but I wouldn't say uh, it's like so set up, you know. <laughs> I'm glad the cloud gate didn't turn into a portal, but that's just because the one guy on the Discord really wanted it to go that way, and I was happy that it didn't turn out that way. Yeah. Was I that one guy? <laughs> no, it was uh, King Canuck. Ah. The moderator there now, or one of the moderators. Oh. 
Hi, Canuck. He likes to listen. King Canuck. <laughs> yeah. Cut down on the memes and the shitty theory posts, will you? Because Andres <laughs> isn't going to do it. He's not a moderator on the subreddit. Don't need to do this. Well, then what it. use is this shout out of to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I gave retract up on the it Discord all. Way, way too long ago. Like, that was like a direct line of hurt right to my brainstem. And I was like, nope, I got to buffer that shit. Like, two or three times a week I can handle, but like every. Every ping that's like, ow, why does that hurt? Ow, stop it, shut up. <laughs> so, especially because you had, you know, certain people with certain time traveling Murphys, like, you know, that's where it was like, the first couple of weeks I was there, I was like, oh, this is what EG is all upset about and hates. So, it's like, Don't it's real. I thought it was for the means. Nope. Yeah. But I do seriously have a question about mantles. Okay. Oh boy. So it's the well, layer below the crust, but before you get to the molten core, <laughs> that's the mantle. The, so the Earth is a mantle. You know. Shut up. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's too oh. much fun. <laughs> okay. I mean, mantle, mantle adjacent. I guess uh, we had a fun discussion about Hecate on our Discord, which is less annoying than the other one. So come join us there and pay us two bucks. Um, <laughs> He has two pay, bucks. Pay us twelve dollars because you know. And then you get even more yeah, the price memes. Already. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so thinking about Hecate, I realized a mistake in my thinking. Um, I had always assumed that she was one person. One? Right. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like Hades Zing. said, that, like it was Hecate, one person, and everyone else was just kind of going along with it. But that, I think, is a mistake. So what, why couldn't Hecate have been a shared mantle between six people? And well, therefore, it just morphed into the queens and not actually had to have been destroyed. Well, Hecate, Hecate however it's technically pronounced, mm. is, is a American triple Hickers. goddess in and of herself. She's kind of like, she's one entity, but she's got like three sides to her. So it's kind of like an amalgamation between being a titan and, a, and the, um, the fates. As far as I understand it, right. Well, then the fates are also part of the queens, which was well, right. They're their own separate thing. But the general concept, she's like three beans or three. Uh, she th she's three in one type deal. So I don't know. I don't. I, I haven't read enough into it to know if she is just a being with like three heads or if she's three individuals. Well, the statues that you see in Hades Vault, I have actually seen pictures of the. Yes, that is how Hecate was represented of three women kind of standing with their backs to each other. And then there's just two of them, and you see them like, okay, winter court and summer court. There's, I guess there's just there's no, no, nothing in the Dresden Files that we have seen so far that actually says that heck it was one person, and then had this question of how did that become more? Um, but it could have been a shared identity between multiple people, and that's how it was so much easier to shove that into being the fairies. If they're multiple six people, I feel like it would be more than just one god to give the fairies the amount of power they have. Even if she's one god who's multiple gods, I, I almost feel like it should, like, it, it or, I mean, this is just my thinking, that it, should, that it was the whole pantheon who kind of gave her a big portion of their power, not just one god. Likely, but they still had to, like, have a person to invest that in, I would say, which... Always seem to be well, the, the old, old theory, however true. I, we don't know how, how true it'll hold until we see the <clears throat> the wrestling book and see what which gods are still up and kicking and which ones just kind of went and retired into the never-never. But the idea was like that a bunch of the gods were sacrificed on the stone table to sort of like empower these mantles. Um, now, obviously, there's nothing so far that's been shown to preclude that and I don't think one being necessarily sponsored all six because that would be a lot. Um, Especially but, the the mothers, right? Who are like, almost, yeah, they're like, like the next best thing to a Uriel type as far as power yeah. goes. Um, and Hecate, as far as I know, was never quite that. Like she was big and important, but she wasn't. I don't even think she was really as big and strong as Zeus necessarily. But if she's a framework for it, obviously. She may be the main component, but not necessarily the only component. Yeah, and 
uh, from what I remember, she was a goddess of, of crossroads and basically liminal space as any form of transition or boundary does kind of seem to fit for like gatekeeping. There's, yeah, there's a decent amount of overlap. Like I'm looking at a, a Wikipedia article and it's like, oh, no wonder, like so many of these themes like tie into other stuff that's been set up. But as far as like how she powered the mantles and stuff like that, uh, I, I don't even necessarily have a, a speculation and, and whatnot, but um, yeah, it's interesting it's, because it's, it's, I think it's possible that Butcher is attributing a lot of trinary like mythos to her where it seems like, you know, some, some of the real, like, for example, apparently uh, Athena was also seen as like a triple goddess and that sort of thing. So, you know, then you've got the thing with the fates already. Right. And so mm -hmm. are the fates a byproduct of that mantle process from Hecate or were they their own thing? And if, if Dresden went up and said, you know, what up Hecate's left arm to Atropos, you know, to scold, you know, like See, that's that's the thing. He she's actually Exodia and you put them all together like, or Voltron. Yeah, right. Depending on how yeah. old you are and which reference. That's a lot of references in a very short sentence. Well we have a, we <laughs> yeah, have, I assume, a very diverse we have a diverse breadth of, of mm. old and young people that watch us thousands, mm. I'm sure. Possibly some people who've even seen The Simpsons. So wow. I mean, well, we've got two confirmed here, so I mean, the sky's okay. the limit. I mean, I don't watch The Simpsons anymore, but you know, old Simpsons, you know, grow up on that. Right. So I guess, I guess what I'm kind of getting at is like, it also seems like the crones, the mothers, have multiple mantles as well, right? Because Dresden uh -huh. gets away with calling them multiple names. So right. yes, but you didn't know, Butcher kind of say that they were essentially the same person. Skald was Atropos. They were the same thing by different names, and because they were the one crazy powerful entity being accessed by two different cultures. Which is what I was going to bring up because the three, the three Norse fates have so many similarities with the the Greek ones. Right. Uh, the Skald is one of them. The the oldest one, right? Uh, uh -huh. well uh Baird for dandy and skull no, it's, were... it's um yeah that it's uh it's past present future that way mm -hmm. so the maybe in the Dresden version you know they are like kind of the, the one primordial being or, or or each of them represents it's like so the the mothers are one and the uh, and map and Titania. Um, yeah, Titania that they all split a fate type thing, which is what yeah. I've thought for a long time. That they're right. basically just two sides of the same fate. So, you know, Atropos and Skull applies to Mother Summer as much as it or does rather... to Mother Winter, and down the line you go. Or rather, the mentals, or at least, like, or maybe they can be combined as well. Who knows? I, maybe they yeah. were one once. Well, it's in possible some, in some in some dressed and more mythos thing because these are different religions from our world, right? And, right. I mean, I know a lot of people have different adaptations throughout time, so it wouldn't surprise me if, like, you know, Atropos was um, skulled, you know, and they were the same being that just happened to do more or less the same job, but in different pantheons and different names. Um, and then obviously they it would be, and they were really, the mother winter type thing and mother son. I don't really know this, but it would be interesting to like investigate a bit like how many other religions have these triple goddesses of fate other than the Greek and the Norse. A couple do. They're not yeah. they're not quite as like those are the two closest ones that I can remember. Uh, just about every pantheon has some general triple goddess um it's not necessarily a fate one but a lot of them do well and the other the other thing that it calls in to mind to me is the trinity right so you know the the white god in for some sects of christianity has you know has a a triple aspect as well where you know some you know some classify as three distinct beings with the same purpose but you know, the idea of the Trinity is that it's three aspects of the same, you know, of the same God. So you've got the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, right? Um, you know, different functionality per se, and, and doesn't necessarily match the pattern of, you know, past, present, future. 
Um, but you know, just, it, it was one of the first things I was thinking of when we started talking about like the triple goddess thing, interestingly, like, so in this Wikipedia page, like Robert Graves wrote a bunch about Hecate and, you know, the triple goddess and wrote a book called the white goddess. So it's just like, oh, that's, that's again, really fucking close. So, you know, it, it's not a direct line, but as far as, you know, everything has been referring to him as the white God. And that we seem to still have a paradox of like all of mythology has existed, but obviously Christianity is new and came from somewhere, but at the same time created the heavens and the earth still and pissed off the outsiders, even though that's been since for all of time. So maybe, you know, this, this is crazy theory. Take your aspirin now. But like, you know, what if, what if Hecate did more ascend what if she became more the white god instead of you know dissolved and and empowered the fairies you know so it, it, heck it's Alanis more said is what i'm getting at so <laughs> do you recognize that reference <laughs> yes that's dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah but which i actually just watched that's for free surprisingly just watched that on youtube like three weeks ago it's on there for free i don't know if it still nice. is and you didn't say God bless you when I sneezed. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's out there. I'm the, right now. Our theory is like you know the uh, you know the meme with the whiteboard without making Jackson Pollock reference. But you know, it's just like we've got all the sticky notes and all the crazy. And it's like some of these are based in fact and whatnot. But that one's a wild ass guess. That's conjecture. But you know. Uh, now, if it makes you feel any better, I don't agree with it. So you're right on. You're right, right. on point with most of them. Yeah, you, you don't agree anyway. But you know, in, in this case, there's a lot of cir circumstantial evidence. I guess is what I'm saying. So, you know, it's not quite as powerful as invo invoking time travel, and you know, but well, yeah, time travel can make any theory make sense, right? Right. Because one of the things I, I would like to see resolved from a world building perspective, which means I don't actually hold out hope that it's ever going to happen, is is resolving the paradox of somehow the white god exists and in the beginning he created the heavens and the earth and then totally fucked off for a few, what, thousands, tens of thousands of years? Like, because that's still kind of unresolved in the Dresden Files too, right? Like, you know, mythology seems to be powered by people and the gods get their power from people, except for the Titans. And the gates have had defenders since time, well, since before time, but how did that work? And then, you know, so like the, the genesis of the Dresden universe is a lot messier. And especially when you take all mythology is real, plus Christianity's the new kid on the block comparatively. You know, and it's like, okay, well, so if, if it only showed up in the, the last two or 3,000 years and, you know, how did angels get the power to unmake solar systems? I guess because enough people believe in them. Like, you know, uh, there's a lot of a lot of questions I have about that sort of thing. So. Well, you guys, there's plenty of questions with the free will aspect too, because Harry at one point attributes things like the slaying of the firstborn to Uriel. And so obviously that mm -hmm. particular Passover story is true in the Dresden verse. And that's right. a big, uh, that's a big opposite direction action from what we've seen angels are able to do. So right. what's well, the thing it, they once were able to do and God's like, well, maybe we're going to change that. Right. New policy. Or no was wonder. there just like, was Egypt just fucking like, you know, outsider central, and they were like able to do it or something, or Denarian central, whatever. Right. No, no wonder Mab respects Uriel so much. She's like, man, if only I could kill so many mortals. <laughs> like, really, really inspired by your work there in Egypt. It's my dude. <laughs> well, she would actually, these days, she'd be able to do it easier. She could just like make a mini ice age, and most of them would freeze to death. That's indirect. Sure. Enough, I think. Maybe. I don't think she. I mean, there were a couple of years without summers, but I think those were more um, Ebenezer's doing. So I don't know what that's referencing. Krakatoa, you know, a couple of oh, volcanoes that, that exploded. How does that not count? I mean, it's not it like you know. It was uh, what? Who didn't have summer at that point? 
Well, that that's what I'm saying. Like, man, Titania probably really hates him. Then be like, you gave that power for a whole year, you dick. <laughs> Stop blowing up volcanoes. Wow, we're like out of thoughts now. Are we really started this thought? Come up with another one. I don't know. I was trying to follow down the whole like triple goddess, triple deity, anything. And I was like, I'm, my head is hurting now. But it does seem <laughs> to happen a lot. Like, so there's apparently some form of, um, well, there's the Morgan in Irish mythology, which seems kind of, obviously that's going to be connected. And there was something in the uh, Middle East with uh, Asherah, Astarte, and Anat. I'm probably butchering their names, but they're Canaanites to Egyptians. And there was a, some triple goddess in there. Um, I mean, then there's like Hinduism with the idea of like Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva. There's still kind of a, a triple thing there, but I thought like everything is Brahma and just different forms of Brahma experiencing himself. I really don't know. My head hurts. Yeah. <laughs> too, too many mythologies. Yeah. To keep them all straight and to see the connections and whatnot. So, okay, but- I mean, if it, if it helps, like... <laughs> Butcher has come out and said explicitly that it's a Western-centric mythology, right? So you could probably just ignore all the uh, all the Indian mythos and all of all of that stuff too, at least to an extent, right? Like we might get yeah, no, the I'm, Eastern the Eastern stuff's not really going to come in. Well, it will as long as he feels comfortable doing it. But he's sure. stated. I think it'll be like a hand wave, right? It'll be mm-hmm. like you know the the 30th reflection of ray down in the mirror to get more eg buttons pushed but um you know when it when it goes off into an infinity it'd be like and the triple goddess is always there including reference and then they'll be like when do we get like the indian vampires and we'll have to listen to that one for the next 10 years sorry i haven't even seen a post about the jade court recently but just saying it i've now spawned you know there's going to be a post in the next in the subreddit in the next week so Yep. When are we going to see the Jade Court? Shut up. <laughs> Never. I, that's another one. I hope that even whatever cursory big interest I had in them was like gone now because everybody's asking about it. It's like, God, <laughs> stop it. But yeah, as far as the Eastern I mean, stuff, I kind of find them vaguely probably, interesting. Right. But not mind, really and we're not going to see much of their influence unless harry goes to china well he ain't doing that anytime soon he could go to chinatown he's got to right. go extradite <laughs> the chinese billionaire who's secretly funding the mob in Gotham. <laughs> wait oh sorry that's a different but yeah even if we do see the eastern stuff it'll probably only be the really big people that you could like get a sense of with a wikipedia article like your colleague and your and your uh i, I mean i guess technically the egyptian gods don't they count as Eastern. We, I, I, but the difference is, I think we, I think we will see some Egyptian stuff because the Black Council seems to have some very serious roots in Egypt. So, but I think, I think as much as anything, that harkens back to like the early 1900s, like you know, mummies and outsider stuff, like especially H.P. Lovecraft, right? Like, I think that that's kind of that bridge and reference more so than we're going to see the Egyptian gods per se. I think it's just like, you know, ancient dark Africa and how scary would that be and whatever. And it's like, dude, it's it's the 1900s. Like, you know, give it a give it a couple of decades and right. everything will be different. So. But if we do, we'd probably Egyptians. see the we'd probably see the big guys like your Ra or your Osiris or your Anubis or, some, or at least somebody with a name, but it's like still doing their thing. I don't know that we're going to see like set, but yeah, set. That would be cool. I liked set when I was like, there's this, um, man, no, probably nobody has seen this cartoon. I don't even know if it's like an American cartoon or what, but there was this cartoon it's called, like a papyrus something. And it was all about him running around like a hero in Egypt called Papyrus running around with a magical sword that he got from like Ra, maybe, probably. And the big evil guy was Satesh or Seth. And it was actually like, I, rem- I remember it fondly. Hmm. Actually, come to think of it, we might see somebody more on the Horus level because a lot of those guys I mentioned are pretty big and mm-hmm. they might not be around like active. Right. But Horus be- is probably just like important enough but 
they might be doing kind of like a semi-active but also kind of passive the way that Hades is. Right. Osiris well, Hades I could I could see like, you know, it's, it's probably the, since everybody has lunch or brunch with each other when they want, when Butcher wants to make a point of having a connection. Uh, so Hades and, and you know, uh, Anubis probably get together for, you know, a dinner every couple of months. Right. As, as long as we get to see Brendan Fraser, then I'm down with it. So he's yes. the real god of that area. So. <laughs> I get excited whenever Egyptian shit actually gets like done and played with. So if that ever happens, I'll be very happy. But I, I, mean, I don't expect be. much of that. I think it's just going to be like, oh, someone was hanging out in Egypt and then they have this language as their magic words. And that's probably going to be it but I would be very excited for more. Yeah. The, well, another wild ass guest just thought that hit me was like, what if the intersection of, you know, Egypt and the outsiders is the fact that the Egyptians didn't make it, you know, like what if that's why the, the black council has such a, a strong influence there? Cause like, even in some of the comics, like you see them in actually Egypt. Right. And then I think, one, uh, it, no, it's it's Molly has it more. No, not Molly. Um, Elaine. One of them Elaine, has Elaine a, uses, Egyptian. Yeah, which so, might just be because she learned them from Justin Demorn. Exactly. Or, but why does Justin Demorn use them? Because he's Black Council, like clearly. Well, yeah. And again, so. going back to before, Uriel was apparently able to go around wiping out the firstborn of Egypt. So. That probably doesn't happen without a big, good supernatural reason, unless God really it was, was let my people go. Was wrathful so. back then? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but that that would be kind of interesting. It, it, it would also solve the whole like, why are they not around problem? Is part of why I was like, yeah, that's convenient. Why not? So. Well, we don't yeah. see much of the Greek gods because they're just are fucking around and not doing anything because they don't have the job of gatekeeping anymore uh it's probably even just the same thing even if they're not dead the egyptian gods have like passed the torch right so sure so they're just but not everything could just yeah not everything could just be clean like that come on now dresden's a little bit more grimdark than that people gotta suffer somewhere so no dresden will suffer Sure, you know, that's that's especially true, but, you know, like, the the Norse didn't just, like, peacefully transition either. They got their asses beat, you know, and so presumably some of their mythology took a, a bit of a beating as well, um, you know, just because well, the intersection... Got, um, intermingled with, you know, the, the Celtic and the fairies and stuff when, when they invaded, I think, so that's probably so, why there's such a strong through-line connection with them being the other main pantheon that we see. Right. Cultural, a, a cultural assimilation victory instead of, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. But like, yeah, like I said, because you also, um, not that anyone wants to acknowledge the canonicity here, but in Warcry, you know, they talk about Sumeria basically getting wiped out by a crap. Eyeball monster. Thank you. So. Uh. Okay. Yeah, right. So the canon, or not the canon, the comic books did make two different references, right? Because they had the the Shogoth disaster thing somewhere in the Medi- uh, in the Middle East, and they named like whoever that king was, right? They tried to like anchor that was, in history. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't remember who the, what that guy was. And then in the other one, there was that woman that had a genie for no reason that like she had seen people Black Council in like a. Casbah, that's the word, I think. I don't know, something. Well, there's yeah, a but, reference but to that. But you also so... see Lawrence of Arabia in one of the comments, Oh, right, yeah. So, yeah. There's a reference to Hecate, and isn't it Welcome to the Jungle? Is it? Yeah, the, the Hecatean mm-hmm. hag or whatever. Oh. Um, I forget. I, I only, I had never actually read it. I just know that there was a reference to it. Hammurabi, Babylon, not. There you go. What, what we were saying for Warcry, anyway. Um, I've got the comics, but it's going to take too long to pull them up for you know. It's okay. I, but yeah, now I'm curious. Now I'm going to have to go do Welcome to the Jungle again. Like, yeah, is it, there's like a statue or something in one of them, maybe? So uh-huh. it's like, 
No, I mean, if it was Sumeria for the other one, it would have been less egregious because, you know, Tiamat's been referenced, that, you know, just the once, but so we know she's a thing and that was a thing. Right. The, it might have been Welcome to the Jungle because, yeah, the, the Hecate and Hags, did you mention that? Yeah. I, okay, yeah, because I, I was half listening, but yeah, that's what it was, is that the Hags were the, there was three of them, surprise, and they were Hecate and Hags. So, oh. yeah. I did not really realize that Tiamat was actually, like, based on something real and not just a Dungeon uh-huh. & Dragons thing. Nope. <laughs> every, every nerd has that when, when when you stop being a nerd boy and you become a nerd man, you learn that Tiamat was real. But that's pretty much why Bob says she's doing a little better than some of the other ones because she got the, I think he calls it a, a comic book or whatever. Um, or the cartoon. Maybe the cartoon, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, so that's probably what... Right, so uh, like Disney did wonders for Hades, like right? Right. We even well, call it out. Yeah, I mean... Brothers Grimm, and then again Mav, you know. So, and then they did, you know, Mav's autobiography in Frozen. So, I mean, honestly, Disney is and all stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's just this, like a shell for these beings who need faith and belief, and they're just like using it as a propaganda machine. Yeah, you act well, like Hades, first of all. Hades. Yeah, it go ahead. Works so much. Yeah, I was going to say, it was, at least in Hades' case, it changed people's perception of him as being like, you know, an evil guy. I, he probably had some of that anyway, which is where that comes from, right? Oh, but, sure. But, God you know, death. like in Mab's, in like Mab's case or, you know, or Summer Court, you're telling me that at least one of the high she's somewhere wasn't banging Walt Disney at some point? Come on. Like, they, you know, they're not just a shell company, whatever. It's like yeah. it's like what the, the white... Uh, court does right like they're purposefully manipulating this i'm, know, I'm, like, so, I'm straight up saying like the board of directors of disney and addressing the worst like all she or, I, like, I wouldn't all... say all she but yeah <laughs> okay no sorry not all so. she the other the other factions need to have their time too so they all have representatives there it it's the dresden files so look for the pretty ones those are the supernatural creatures and ugly i was gonna ones say the way the, the way Disney, the way Disney kind of flanderizes them, you'd think it would be summer court because it makes them all softer and less right. less Which grimdark. Just even though lures it still them has into moments. being, you know, like willing to make dumb bargains, right? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure because we know Mab was responsible for the grim stuff. I'm pretty sure Titania sponsored uh, Shakespeare because he fe- she features heavily in his works, and she's the queen of the fairies, and Mab is just like a. Uh, was that you know? That wasn't very flattering to her, though. It's been a. I haven't. I don't know much about like Midsummer Night Dream, but I do remember it wasn't very flattering to her. I don't remember because I hate Shakespeare. But yeah. she's the one that a, got the point of spell to a right. donkey. Like she was in love with a Maybe. donkey. Mm. But Maybe she's still singled out as the queen of fairies in that one. Mm. a centaur but well oberon's also still around right so you know they hadn't fully consolidated the power well but he was was mentioned but he was mentioned in shakespeare that's where that comes from so and maybe he hadn't been stuck between their love triangle by that time he might have been alive (sighs) but so I mean, it just, it's, it seems even if Titania is not in a flattering light as much. Well, I mean, maybe he just wrote it as a, but, you know, Midsummer's Night's Dream, the name mm-hmm. itself, plus the fact that she's referenced as Queen of the Fairies, uh, you know, like by herself. Um, you know, it's, it seems like the kind of thing, even if she didn't sponsor it directly, she would, she would probably endorse that kind of uh, uh, thought. Maybe. Hmm. Especially since her sister's the one who seems to uh, get the limelight in a lot of other respects. Well, she's the hero of the story, so that's why. She's the hero we deserve, but not the one we need right now. (laughs) Right. Protecting reality from the scum of the outsiders. Did we blow up? That's what it's really going to be. Dresden's going to um, go dark side. She's going to have to fight him in the end. She's it's the you know, the whole book is actually the Mab Files. 
We just didn't know <laughs> awesome. it. Awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, so not quite related, but wondered if there was maybe something there was the bad guy woman in um, Cinder Spires was Cavendish, which I believe was a name taken from Shakespeare from The Tempest. Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, just like, and when I asked him, like, is it a slant world? Is it connected to any of the other works? And he said, I'm not going to tell you because it's more fun that way, but it's now it's this lingering question. That's all. I mean, that, that's the end of my thought. I'm not smart so enough to say that. Only if you read the Cinder Spires. Yeah. So humanity takes over the wall but they fuck it up because they always do and then we get future somehow magical medieval dystopia world uh, so yeah okay yeah people and giant <laughs> spiders and verminositors and so the thing that uh folly was afraid of and had his minor conversation with was totally he who walks behind right no i i think those are i think those are the hybrids or the protoss so mm. because because that's the other thing right is he he's already talked about how those uh those critters from um codex alera yeah codex alera were the zerg and yeah. he said it's going to be way more exciting when the protoss finally catch up so i i it, it didn't it didn't hurt that i was playing starcraft 2 at the time so like you know when i read some of that shit i was like holy shit it's totally happening <laughs> so but Pokemon meets Lost Roman Legion meets StarCraft. Right. <laughs> you know, because Jim's a nerd. That'll get the youths involved. Yeah. Yeah, because okay, youth. once, once you steal from five or more IPs, it's called original. So that's the rule, uh -huh. so I didn't make them. <laughs> yeah. Any other crazy theories? Sure. How far do Jump we want to go? Yeah, not that far. Yeah, <laughs> we've only heard each any other like two or three reasonable times, so. but fun theories that are not time travel based upon Murphy being mapped. Oh well, let's so let's bring this up. It, it'll be a little bit of a aside, but so Molly doesn't know about Bob still. That's been going back and forth in the maybe uh, a little bit. It's not confirmed anywhere. In the books that she knows. Okay. One See, could. I thought. I thought he wound up helping her with a potion at some point. So that's why I was like. No, he watched her mess up, much. and therefore she had to strip out of her clothes. That was going to melt on right. her. He was very right. happy about that. Yeah. Um, but, but he was so, always put on lockdown, and that he was never allowed to interact with her while she was the apprentice. Which apparently that order still stands, even when she when he was with others and everything. Like he, if Molly was around, he immediately went, "I'm just a skull." Right. Interesting. But we didn't see that happen at any point, right? We didn't see Bob shut down when he was in possession of Butters, you know, when Molly was around. Well, Molly, well, yeah, no, Molly but at and the time, really appear on she wasn't around much, really. I, well, it depends on what we're talking about. So, Ghost Story, she was kind of persona non grata and right. she wasn't really around for that. Then, Cold Days, when Harry has her, him, um, he doesn't say anything because they have their conversation, then they get attacked by. Lacuna and all them. And, mm -hmm. um, Isn't there no... even a reference in Cold Days to like? Yeah, he shut down like... when she showed up. Like, yeah. that, like, look, so that was still standing when uh, Bob was in Harry's possession. But say uh, bombshells, Molly was actually like kind of staying over at Butters's place once in a while, and I don't think Bob was mentioned. So maybe Bob was still shutting down, or not. I don't know. It's that we don't we haven't had a scene or anything that confirms that that day, and I and I feel like it's I think it's actually like a kind of a lingering plot point that I think Jim is gonna bring up. I mean, I don't uh, think he it's... would reveal him just because he's with Butters now. Like it was still a previous order from a previous owner, so unless he's told to talk to her or something, he's probably. I don't think he can just default to doing whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Like, if it's still in place just because, like, Butters could say, hey, go help Molly with this, and then she'd be able to do it. But if mm -hmm. that wasn't the case, then he'd still just revert to his normal programming, for lack of a better word. Yeah, so, I mean, Bob revealed himself or not, whatever, but there was still this possibility that, like, 
Butters or Murphy or Andy or any of the other people around her could have told her about him. But they probably assume that she already knows to a certain extent. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, it's explicitly called out up through cold days. So yeah, that's interesting that, you know, it's it's as much of like her lack of self-control and, and probably his as well, since, you know, he's a skull and an air spirit, but... Um, I mean, it's it's the kind of thing that, like, the reason it's important now is because she's the Winter Lady, so assuming Mab actually did want to cause him harm, and so now her knowing about it would be a danger to him. You know, Although I'm still, he... I'm still of the Especially... opinion that if Mab, if Mab really wanted to get rid of him, I'm pretty sure she knows where he is right. and could crush him without yeah. issue. Mab, Mab knows where Bob is. I mean, Molly's not... It's also fun. like Molly's not dumb, right? And she she's got a lot of knowledge from the winter mantle. That's 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 the thing, right? Yep. Um, like when she moved, uh, bonnet, bo- bo- bunny. Uh-huh. Right. That's into the about. skull. Into the skull. She probably she, <laughs> she, put two at that and two point together you would there? think she would have clued in. <laughs> right. Hey, what about that other skull with other carvings that I always saw in Harry's sub? Yeah, why would Harry have this prepared skull thing here? Right. So Ready I don't know. She for... got trained by Harry, so maybe she's as dense as he is sometimes. But... <laughs> so what is a starborn anyway? Oh, she was only as dense as as she needed to be early on, like when she was trying to tail him and Murphy and almost got them shot twice and. <laughs> Since then, she's proven herself to be much smarter than he is. Yeah, she now she's an NPC. She doesn't have free will, so <laughs> she's allowed to be smarter. She never did. She wasn't the protagonist. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like at that point, two and two must have been put together. But I don't know. Eh. I mean, it's kind of like all of those times, it's like. And about your mother, and then they die. Or it's like, Starborn, why do you keep calling me Starborn? It's taken 17 books for him to ask the fucking question. I mean, he only gets it mentioned in, like, what, nine? Book nine? So, because, like, Lash is like, Lash is like, also, you're a Starborn. You know, yeah, he, she was the double so. enemy, because, like, it's something that your mother did, because you're Starborn, and then she's dead. Yeah, what the fuck? like you mentioned Mother and Starborn. That's what it takes to take out an angel. By well, that's the way, not, so. <laughs> I mean, that's when it's first brought up, but that's not even when the name is first brought up. Isn't it? Isn't it There's like no, I don't summer? Think, I think Starborn's used. Summer night? Hmm? Right? Isn't, doesn't the winter, no. No, the summer no, no, lady no, 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 no. like reference Starborn or something? Does she? I feel like I remember that, but maybe I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, according to this random Wikipedia that is about hit and miss, it seems like White Knight's the first reference. Okay. So. Well, it's the first reference to his nature as a starborn, but I don't think, I don't remember that she uses the actual word. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Maybe he who did. walks behind calls Dresden child of the stars. Right. Is that, that what know. you're thinking? Um, but that's ghost story, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that's why I'm saying I don't okay, think so Starborn it's, it's itself ghost, is till is till cold days. Or, it's ghost or, story. It's ghost story as a as the flashback, right? So so technically, it happened when he was 16, and yeah, he's just never asked it. But from our perspective, it was White Knight. So yeah, I I, I vaguely recall that the first time Starborn itself was actually used was the Earl King when they were when he was cheering him on. And then Maeve says it obviously a couple chapters later, and this was in cold days. And yeah, and that that seems to track so far. I'm trying to see what they called him in White Knight um, chapter because she she just but... uh, she describes it as the complex series of events where a child born under these conditions, you know, it's the description of the thing right. to have power over the outsiders. But I don't think she uses the term. Well, and I think what, let's see, there was, yeah, there was a complex confluence of events, of energies, of circumstances that would have given a child born under them the potential to wield power over outsiders. But, but I feel like the, the term starborn was around before we saw it in the books. And that always kind of confused me because, you know, like, yeah, because I'm pretty sure with Cold Days was like the first book that I was like caught up on. And so like, 
you know, there were already theories about him being starborn before that point. So I, I don't know if maybe he had mentioned it in like a word of gym somewhere or something, but did a word call him my... a destroyer in summer night? I think so. I'm pretty sure I remember him him being called something very big lore wise in summer night, but it's been too long that I can remember I know, it's it. It's been exactly. like two and a half years since we yeah. read it. So Let's start that reread. <laughs> Yeah, I was about. I was gonna make the joke. I guess we gotta reread again. <laughs> yeah, I cannot remember this one reference. Let's go back. Right. So, how many people how know what the Starborn thing means? How many people are holding out yeah, on everybody. Harry? Because right, because okay, so yeah. listens to wind uh, and Ebenezer Rashid presumably because he was the fulcrum the last time. I'm just going Leah, to assume all Mab. this, all the senior council, and except maybe Christos. Nah, ancient my she doesn't know shit. So they don't tell her like, things because she's too prony. <laughs> I'm sure she. Wow. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the the way that you. they just kicked We're her out of the conversation and turned coat. People like <laughs> can't just call people pruny. What's wrong with you? Man, yeah. So you're mad. I assume Titania. Obviously the mothers. Obviously the angels. Right. Like I think it's uh, gonna be. I think it's gonna be hilarious. Like Dresden finally gets clued in. He's like, Mab, Mab, you'll never guess. And she's like, Finally, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Why do you think I chose you? Right. Well, she definitely knows. He definitely knows. Mab knows now. If he didn't before <laughs> battleground with that conversation with Ebenezer and her standing there imparting her two cents into it then so he decided he to corner listens to wind of you will tell me what is going on when there are countless others that know and could tell him say earl king or vaterung or mab or rashid hey, those, those, those would come with those would come with prices yeah. higher and than listens to wind stepped in it right? to wind listens... would probably... ebenezer stepped in it he's when, not when talking ebenezer to his grandfather right now it was when they were fighting the corner house. Maybe a, because uh, that's when okay. Harry was asking right. questions. He's like, I can't talk about this. I can't talk. Someone's going to be mad at yeah. me. He's like, Who's going to be mad at you? Right. You're Ebenezer. After, I got Hello? distracted by all the good stuff. Yeah, Ebenezer so. would be. <laughs> You're the, after, after, everything, <laughs> after everything that just happened with Ebenezer, that's obviously not a road he's going to go down with him right now. Mm. So Mad. all the other people are entities that he would then owe favors to or for. He already owes. Mab, I just, yes, yeah. and look where that's gotten him. Well, it's like, okay, you want me to go with the stupid price sh- or the, the marriage and everything? Well, here's your price. Answer me some fucking questions that no one else will. No, that's not how that works. That's why she didn't. Molly might know at this point. Eh, no. Probably. She might know the general. If Maeve stuff, knew, because Maeve called him a starborn or something. Yeah, yeah, Maeve called him a starborn. Uh-huh. Then the the mantle isn't the fucking archive. She doesn't get to just know everything Maeve knew. Like, no, but I also I wouldn't put it past the Winter Lady to have to know that if she's yeah. got that important a role. You must know what gates. a Starborn right. is. You must know who the destroyers could be. No, she she doesn't get briefed. She's got intellectus. If she Harry has to asked ask her, the question, yes. If Harry asked her and she thought about it, then maybe yes, she would know. But that's not the same thing as you know Molly just showing up and being like, oh, by the way, I'm going to tell you the, all the forbidden knowledge. You know. So she doesn't and need to necessarily be, just show up and like, here's this thing that mantle, you want. But so. she was present when Maeve called him a starborn. And she's got, I mean, like, to the point that, like, she could, she has enough information to ask the question her own to figure out what a starborn is. Maybe she is restricted from telling him until he asks and they make a bargain. But he he, he knows yeah, that Maeve knows. Bet against, Maeve I wouldn't knew. bet against limitations on her, but I, I would be surprised if she didn't know at least enough to get him on the right track if she were able to tell him. Maybe that's why she's taken to setting up the Wizard of Chicago mantle. So, oh. I'm sorry, dude. It's, it's plain to me. Like, I, it's not even that big of a stretch. She is, she is setting him up with a title one way or yeah. another she's i don't think a it's cape. a stretch yeah i don't think it's a stretch that he's going to wind up as a solo signatory of the accords with his own that seems very likely. basically that, that does seem I, that's what i'm saying like it, butcher as far as i'm concerned he's all but told us that this is happening but because can he? that's why it, all of the packages are signed wizard of chicago is to give all of that faith and all of that 
power to him. Now, it may be relatively inconsequential. I'm not saying, like, it may be, like, as powerful as the eldest mantle or whatever, but Harry being who he is, maybe he's giving some of that power back, you know, and, well, now Batman's a mantle, right? That's basically what we're setting up, is that Harry Dresden is the defender of Chicago, and if you are in Chicago, you got to contend with that power, which that was already there. Now we're just seeing it codified, more or less, with the, the freaky side, you know, uh, the I mean, he's he's a landed lord now, like in every sense of the word. As a castle, you know, yeah, like Bear and Johnny Marcone by treaty only. Where's where's his <laughs> castle? So you know, but an yeah, interesting I, question, and we don't really, I don't think it's we know this, but our signatories, do they all? Because for example. Macon is Baron of Chicago. We also have other signatories who don't have uh, land associated with them in the same way, but do they? Do all the signatories have, like, this is my territory of which um, I am responsible and it is my under my protection? The in only case, exception I could think of would be the Denarians, which are no longer signatories, so loophole, but where where was not specifically well, I mean, said that Vatarong has any true. like territory uh, as such? Yes, but he does. What He's I'm got wondering, uh, Oslo, yeah, or whatever. We uh, assume is, is and the thing. fucking tree. He's got the place of is... also the afterlife. The yeah. whole thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> where, no. where all our things are in cold storage. <laughs> all was... that is irrelevant. He says he calls it his place of power on Midgard, which is Earth. Right. Yeah. So he has that at a minimum. One, one but I don't think the archive it, necessarily has territory, unless you want to count all of human knowledge. They probably have a certain amount of either a domain or a bailiwick, like so that they, this is my power, this is where I am going to make decisions, whether that being a location or a type of situation like the archive. I mean, presumably, what I was going to get is that I think most of these second stories probably do have a sort of a some sort of domain, right? Like, like some sort, some sort of land, even if it's a small one. Maybe the archive. They maybe they have some place that's like the art. Like the, it could be a one small city in archive one island. little state in the U.S. or whatever. That's like the archive's territory. My point was just like if if Harry is the Wizard of Chicago yeah. and if the Baron of Chicago, are they going to clash in terms of territory? They're going to clash. They already are. They, they are clashing already. Right? But <laughs> on a, on a, on, if, if he becomes a signatory, it's going to be like on a political do you really, level, right? Do you really think that Marcone's going to let him have the castle and not get him back at some point? Do you really think that there isn't still going to be... By, by the time <laughs> this becomes a worry, like let's assume this all turns out to be the case and he gets a, a mantle significant enough to have his own signing on to the Accords. This ain't going to be for a long time and one or both of them might be dead by then and i'm okay with that too i'm just saying i think we're seeing i think we're seeing it set up you know like i i think we're seeing the beginning of that and uh, i mean since we were starting out talking about 12 months i think we'll i think we'll see a little bit more one way or another like maybe you'll see somebody catch him on the street and be like wait a minute aren't you the wizard of chicago or Maybe some throwaway line like that, or maybe you'll see Randy. I see that dude pinning lima beans know, to people. But... Yeah, right. Well, and I mean, and that's that's another great point too. You know, like let's I guess let's not discount both the little people and the defenders of the bean. Right? He's now got two, you know, functioning so units. He I is guess, the Wizard you know? of Chicago, and he has an Order of Knights of the Lima Bean. Right. <laughs> All right. Now I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> And and the Saw Lord's guards, so you know. <laughs> so he's he's which are about which are a bloody you know veteran force now. They're not just like I mean, a bunch of pixies with swords. They've like brought down supernatural threats. So yeah, well, food for thought. Like we you know, we gotta wrap this up. So just think about this. Like since Marconi is also taking it out, also a wizard of Chicago. Well, yeah, he ain't. He's not he's identified not as such. So he is, his his ban- his mantle is going to be Baron, you know, Baron of Chicago. So, and and oh, I think cool. he might get some something there. You know, you might you might see him make better use of it because he has an archangel talking in his ear or a angel anyway. But 
yeah. You said an so. interesting thought about Dolmarcone and Wizard, but we can talk about that some other time because we got to wrap up I, the time today. Next time. I, yeah. I know, but I'm, I'm going to put this one thought out there because I think it's too hilarious. So I think the extent of the mantle of the Baron of Chicago and like the Wizard of Chicago probably would be like, if you think about it real hard, you can find a parking space. And so, like, Marcone gets parking wherever he wants, and he gets free donut and a coffee. And Dresden's like, what the fuck? And he's like, dude, use the mantle. You know, I think that'd be hilarious. That's all it's got to be. But I'm saying it's a mantle. So. Okay. On that note. <laughs> You're welcome. On that note. Well, <laughs> I am actually leaving this time. All right. Bye. More crazy I, speculation next time? I have no fucking clue. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll something something Maybe. Maybe. At some point, we should do an actual deep dive into, you know, the triple goddess and, you know, some of the other mythologies. Because some of that we've been talking about for three years and yeah. did a reread and We don't do research yeah. anymore. That's not, we're not a research well, podcast. Well, anymore. not for like the three years. We could always finish Guns, Gadgets, and Gizmos. So. Wherever that's, that ended up. That's yeah. never going to get finished. <laughs> we could always finish our ranking episodes. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm, for, I'm, I'm up for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Outro. Outro. Go ahead. Click click on our links and stuff. Now yeah. go yeah. Dresden Files, Broken Jars subreddit, brokenjars.xyz. Give us yeah. money for Patreon and we'll harass yeah. you about your mantle theories in the, yeah. in the Discord. And yeah. might even talk about it in the show, you know? Who who knows? Two dollars for our, our like general general channel or something and then there's a twelve dollars for access to all channels where we get a little bit more heated and uh tinfoily <laughs> right i'm this close to like reviving the shattered subreddit so, or the Ooh. channel oh, it's been I a know. while and it has been so, a long time i've been like do i really want to put my finger in that socket and some days i'm like yeah but you know <laughs> it's a good way to describe it finger in socket all right yeah um 